the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the hosts and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Hi, this is Milton Glick. You know, we're lucky in South Texas. We can garden throughout the year. The key to good gardening is good information. And that's where we can help. This Saturday and Sunday, join Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch from Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Call in, or better yet, ask your question in person at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. So, gather your questions and join us for Millburgers Gardening South Texas, Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 2, only on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, this is Milton Glick. You know, we're lucky in South Texas. We can garden throughout the year. The key to good gardening is good information. And that's where we can help. This Saturday and Sunday, join Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch from Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Call in, or better yet, ask your question in person at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. So, gather your questions and join us for Millburgers Gardening South Texas, Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 2, only on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, this is Milton Glick. You know, we're lucky in South Texas. We can garden throughout the year. The key to good gardening is good information, and that's where we can help. This Saturday and Sunday, join Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch from Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Call in, or better yet, ask your question in person at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. So, gather your questions and join us for Millburgers Gardening South Texas, Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 2, only on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, this is Milton Glick. You know, we're lucky in South Texas. We can garden throughout the year. The key to good gardening is good information. Hi, this is Milton Glick. You know, we're lucky in South Texas. We can garden throughout the year. The key to good gardening is good information. And that's where we can help. This Saturday and Sunday, join Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch from Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Call in, or better yet, ask your question in person at Millburgers Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. So, gather your questions and join us for Millburgers Gardening South Texas, Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 2, only on 930 AM, The Answer.
the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it's Blue Angel. I, I, I'm excited that it's on the market. That's 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 what our our uh, and and they're thinking about making it a Texas superstar. Ooh, wow. They, uh, that's what I heard. I've been buying from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the Alamo Defenders. Yeah. Well, the last time I ordered, uh, they they had uh, moved a bunch of them from that facility down to El Campo on my truck. Um, so then, I, then I had to buy them from El Campo. Uh. So I don't know how much extra I paid, but um, they they realize how good it is here, and uh, they brought everything that I didn't buy. They brought it down to, to El Campo till this batch came. Uh, so, uh, Look at this. If you like, you like those? Those wow. came from the same place. That looks wow. like a slug and snail feast to uh, me. <laughs> what is that? Uh, uh, those are hostas. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> you get a case of beer and beer traps everywhere. That's it. They're spectacular. We're making fun of them, but they're unbelievable. There's some of the really fancy leaf ones over yeah. there, too. And, uh well, I, I was able to get a hold of. Well, up, up north, you know, you, you, oh, whole yeah. la- I've seen whole, nearly whole yeah. landscapes with huh. so, the, the blooming part, kind of lots of different kinds we have, of foliage. We have so many people moving here from up north, and they like to have something familiar to home. Yeah, yeah. And that's definitely one of them. So, um, real quick to wrap up, plant of the weekend for this segment, the uh, it's Blue Angel Althea. It's twelve ninety nine in the one gallon containers. And there's an eight. Okay, there's eight, eight plus this one, so nine. Okay, nine total, and then about fifteen of the uh, five gallon. Of the five gallon. Those are thirty-four ninety-nine. Those are thirty-four. This one, the one gallon's twelve ninety-nine, and Trace is uh, really cool with this. This is nice. So <laughs> no, no, but, but you know, sometimes people will do well. You got to come by and get it today, and that's it, and blah blah. You know what? If you are interested in one, call the nursery right now. Four nine seven three seven six zero. 497-3760. Call Millburgers and just say, I heard you talking about Jerry's baby, Althea. <laughs> We're going to change the name of this one, too. And uh, they'll put aside, you know, as many as you want to buy, up to nine, at least in the one gallon. And a lot of a lot of people may not know what we're talking about when we say Althea. Oh, Rosa Sharon. Rosa uh, Sharon. It's also known by the old timers as Rosa Sharon. Um, so you must have some biblical... It's significant. I'm sure there is some story. I, ne- I never have. Maybe you can research that. And yeah, I never have looked it up. I was trying to remember. Research that, will you? Most. I think people kind of equally called them both names. Right. Oh, my yeah. history. Yeah. They do. They do. Yeah. So they'll put aside a couple for you. So you'll just come if you wanted to come. You knew you are going to be able to do it Tuesday night, let's say. Then you're okay. You don't miss out on the opportunity. But otherwise, come on out today. Get it now. And uh, and they grow fast. If, if you want to see a picture of this, a beautiful picture, go to Plant Answers. This is this is a little, um, this is a, a journey uh. a little bit. Go to plantanswers.com. Find the list of topics. Choose miscellaneous. Choose horticultural heroes. Yeah. And then uh, click on Sam McFadden. Then take a break and have a <laughs> coffee. <laughs> or you can go to plantanswers.com and do a search in the first search box for yeah. Sam McFadden. Oh, that's a good idea. Just do that. And then you'll see. F-A-D-D-E-N. And I have a feeling when you see how pretty this is. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, and it's, that's it's, it's a San Antonio Botanical Garden. Uh, and it's kind of a no-brainer. If you're looking for something that has lots of blooms and they're colorful, I don't. Th- I don't think any out there 
uh, cannot bloom it. But we don't. Milton has not run the the Milton. No, I haven't. I haven't, past, so I have not tested it. We yet. don't know if it's oh, absolutely tough. It well, is. that's true too. I don't so, know. I but when you it. make the trip out, uh, I do have a lot of varieties of Altheas. Yeah, if you want different colors. Different colors and uh, the smoothie series. So there's some blended blooms. Uh, so there's a lot to pick from. Other, cool. Other than this, and uh, you could make rows out of all of them. All right. Yeah. No pun intended. Oh, thank you. Okay. Rows of rows. Uh, okay. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Trace, what else? We had mentioned caladiums. Uh, oh, yeah. Every time Milton and I walked down the hill, we walked by those beautiful caladiums. What, what do you think there? of that aggie-colored one over there? Well, it's an aggie-color. It is an aggie-color. So I'm waiting for the orange one to materialize. Uh, <laughs> Which are you calling aggie-color? This one right here? No, right down at the end. The... the the one that looks uh it looks more a little more bronzy yeah. yeah yeah it looks more you know what i like and they're on sale i like uh, and it's in kind of in the same league you had a coleus over there and you may still have some that was a almost a, com- a combination of a maroon and burnt orange kind of thing yeah yeah and that that thing i i planted a bunch of them in my shady part of my landscape and they and I've never had a coleus that grew so uniform and well-shaped uh, before. Uh, yeah. so, so it's spectacular. The color is, is really eye-catching, too. It's a, little, a really different <coughs> different color. Uh, but there are, we've got other coleus over there, too, don't we? Oh, yeah. And then there's some some new varieties that came out that have uh, little baby leaves. Oh. And, uh those are kind of neat, too. I'll bring one of those up here next time I come up. And, of course, the Whoppers. We do have Whopper begonias, you bet. They're four-and-a-half-inch pots. I should have some hanging baskets as well. They're, and they're spectacular. They're just as spectacular this year as last year. I've got both colors and like them really well. If you like begonias, which is Jerry's favorite uh, blooming plant. Next to Althea. Well, <laughs> well next to this Althea. But the... Uh, but the whopper is that is just a bigger version of it. The flowers are larger, the leaves are larger. It's Texas-sized. Yeah, it is. It's a real nice plant, and I think it's, I think it's just as tough. I noticed that the wind did not, did not bother mine. I was a little worried about it because they've got, begonias got stiff stems, and that's with those big leaves. I thought maybe there'd be some sailing, but a lot of our Shade gardens are a little more sheltered and didn't seem to phase them at all. That, take a look at that. If you've never grown any of those, you need to try them. And, Trace, before we go to break, uh, you and Calvin talk a little bit about what's going to happen here on May 13th. Well, we're going to uh, introduce our butterfly garden to the world. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's com- it's coming out party. So yeah. So Millburgers has a certified butterfly garden. Um which uh, is very pretty. It's to uh, Trace did a good job of describing it. When you see the the big metal horse, it's uh, right behind it, and kind of catty corner. Yeah, there you go, catty corner to it. Uh, but it's been put together by uh, with Calvin and then the the, the crew here at Millburgers. Claudette, you said was uh, taking the lead. She's going to come talk to us at some point and tell us a little bit more about what went into it. But uh, the dedication um, 
is going to be handled where Calvin will be here from 11 to noon out there in the garden and doing the show, and then from 2 to 3 out in the uh, Butterfly Garden. And, of course, we'll be available here at the radio oh, yeah. show if you ask more questions. And maybe uh, maybe we'll have some of the staff kind of lingering that have played a part. This garden is unique, although, I mean, there's so many... So many plants that are, will attract butterflies, and this this garden kind of reflects that. That there's a huge variety of plants, but you'll get to see them. You get to see them how they work together, and then we can talk about which are our favorites and uh, which seem to attract which kind of butterflies. And then we got some handouts. Uh, we'll have plenty of plenty of different handouts for folks, and then there'll be. We won't talk about the specifics yet, but there'll be a pretty spectacular uh, uh, price advantage for folks. Yes, to help you build your own. Yeah, that uh, you come to the garden and uh, get a certificate, and then you can, if you're buying butterfly plants, you can get a great discount here at Milberger's for stuff that's on stock. And we're going to have, already have, Milberger's already has uh, the... uh, uh, milkweed, porterweed, um, mist flower, and zinnias. And we'll probably, if I know Trace, we'll probably have more of all those, too. Those are my favorite butterfly plants. Plus, you know, the lantanas, the salvias, uh, all of the, uh, the coreopsis, uh, and all of the uh, vincas. All those things that uh, the butterflies really are attracted to. So that's May 13th. It'll be up on the website soon, if it's not there already. Soon. And it'll be related to what an ideal uh, family situation yeah, for I Mother's thought, Day. I thought that was a good idea. That would be a nice Mother's Day present to, yeah, get to all build this for mom. Mom and the kids, and and then uh, they can plant this whole garden and it doesn't have to be huge to have a real impact on the butterflies very cool so uh, keep your eyes out for that we'll tell you more as we get closer um and uh, we've got more information coming up uh, uh festival of flowers is coming up and uh, we've got some of the information here so lots of things going on here 20th anniversary i didn't even wow is that right? going on that long i didn't realize that either oh my goodness gracious all right, so uh, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and right now it's the time to head over to Millburgers to find terrific things for your garden. You'll find things for sun and shade, like caladiums, on sale in the 6-inch pot for just $4.88. Vincas are on sale, and they have the Cora series of Vinca, which are disease-resistant and deer-resistant, and you'll find them in the 4-inch pot on sale for just $0.98 cents each. One of the most popular plants at Millburgers is Mexican Heather, and now it's on sale in the one-gallon container for just three eighty-eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on Bougainvillea. Ground covers are on sale. And Dwarf Yopon Holly, you've heard us talk about it. Now save on it. 50% off in the three-gallon container, nine eighty-eight. Just nine eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. To learn more about all the great events that are happening at Millburgers and what's on sale, you only need to go to one place. MillburgerNursery.com, MillburgerNursery.com. 
Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Every Sunday at 4 p.m., you'll learn how to stay cool in the summer, warm in the winter, and save a furnace full of money when you hear the expert advice on the John Wayne AC Radio Show. Join host Glenn Slade this Sunday at 4 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem system by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again and I approve this message. Hi, this is Carl Amari, host of Hollywood 360, where I present the best in classic radio. It's the show about all things entertainment. Join Carl Amari for Hollywood 360, Sunday nights at midnight on 9 30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Bill Burgers Garden in South Texas. Y'all just talk. 308 8867 is our number. Yeah, that's okay. I, I turned your mics down. 308-8867. We can be loud enough to be on your mind. Well, I didn't want you to be. Y'all could just still talk. That was trying to figure. Can y'all... you hear me, Calvin? <laughs> <laughs> I remember those. Shows. Can you hear me now? <laughs> I forget who that was. That was, that was actually very humorous to hear them trying to pot you down. And uh, yeah, you were having none of it. All right, 308-8867. 308-8867. All right, so I need advice too. So I was kind of. I know you do. <laughs> I need lots of it. So if I was going to try to do cantaloupe or watermelon from seed, y'all mentioned that. No. Oh. <laughs> Calvin, if I was going to try to do cantaloupe or watermelon from seed, just one of the two, which one is easier? I think cantaloupe is easier. All right. And is there a variety if I get it from seed? Because I don't think he had the transplants yet. I don't no, know. Do they even do whatever seed they the, They said they had had it. No, so there's no variety. It's not like watermelon. There's black diamond. There's super seedless. There's you know. there's a one called uh, ambrosia. Oh, okay, cantaloupe. I, like I said, I, I don't know what's on the seed right. Yeah, I was trying to think. I don't. And I think more, ambrosia is there. But should they, I wait until the transplant? Well, the commercial one is called Magnum Forty Forty Five. Ooh. I, no, I think. Man. I, 
I'd go ahead and put the seed in. Okay. Because they're... Oh, yeah. yeah if, you, uh, if you had people over and they ate cantaloupe or anything and threw the seeds out, they're coming up everywhere. <laughs> oh, are they really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the soil temperature is warmed up a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I noticed in some of my containers on the patio and then uh, by the edge of the compost pile and, and everything. So they're they're ready for action right now. Can we do honeydew? Yeah. yeah. All right. Same thing. It's it's grows like a cantaloupe. Okay. Well, it looks like a like, like a muskmelon. And has anybody ever done tiger melons? Didn't the we striped, have a, striped didn't melon? We, yeah. Didn't we talk yeah, about that? It's a cantaloupe, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, well, I'll try something. I'm going to get some seeds, and we'll see what happens. Where, where Are you planting them in a container, or what are you doing? No, I was going to just put a little place for them in the yard. Oh, I don't okay. think I can do Can you do a vine in the container? Sure. Oh, a lot of people do Cantaloupes, that. yeah. Really? Just a, yeah, if you got a... You just, it just goes over the top? Yeah. Yeah. Runs along the ground. Okay, I and can it, do that. It's not a savage vine, like, uh, it's not like uh, Tatuma or anything. Uh, cantaloupe, so you you can a- actually m- more like a cucumber in terms of a trellis. How how much does it need? Uh, how big does the uh, pot need to be? Bigger the better. Yeah. Okay. Five gallons at least seems reasonable. Okay. And you know what you need to use on it? Copious amounts of ozone. There you go. Oh, I thought you were going to remind them water. Uh. No. <laughs> I think if you just use copious amounts of ozone, uh. you don't even have to water them. Now, if you've got yeah, if you've got a five-gallon container, yeah, you, you when once it gets going, you will have to water it. Yeah. Every other day at least. Cool. All right. Well, it'll be fun to try. I put it somewhere that it's going to run. That, that you, because you can direct the, you can you can move the vines. Yeah. As it runs, but they, they're they big vines. Well, it, if I... They're not as big as a pumpkin. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, or a katuma. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They might I don't struggle know. to be as big as a tatuma. Oh, my tatuma just grows right over the top of the channel. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like it, like it sets a goal for not just the next door, but two doors down, and then it's heading in that direction, oh, stand okay. aside. Weren't there some people that were making uh, cantaloupes into, like, climbing... Fine. Yeah, you can you can put them up a trellis. And then you and some people will. Uh, you just have to support the cantaloupe. Support the the weight. Okay. The reason, yeah, the reason we said cantaloupe is because the cantaloupe tells you when it's ripe. How does it do that? It comes off the plant. Oh really? Yeah. Those. Oh, that's pop splat. <laughs> that's oh, that's easy though. Now, so but, you you might I don't know if women still wear pantyhose or not, but. Uh, when you when you set a little fruit, if you grow it in a in a upright upright situation, yeah, or you see a little fruit, you put a put it in a pantyhose and tie it to the tie it to some to the trellis, and then it can, okay. can expand. It can expand. Oh and, wow! And uh, and when it falls, it go, doesn't go plop as as cavalry. Okay, that's kind of cool. All right. I'm going to go look when we get through and see what Okay. See what, uh, I, I, almost any variety of work on cantaloupe. Are they all pretty good? Maybe that's somebody, something our listeners could call in and tell us what varieties they like the best. They're going to call on Ambrosia and mm-hmm. Magnum 45 or... You don't or do... Some of those there's, that, there's some other variety. The original was Perlita. 
Lita. The, yeah. the one they called uh, the uh, Pecos. You know, the cantaloupe is so famous for being grown in Pecos and watermelon because of the dry climate, the desert-like climate in, in Pecos, Texas. No. It's, it's not a variety. I don't think they ever had a variety of Pecos watermelon. But uh, uh, they use, they use uh, all sweet uh, for the watermelon and... Uh, and maybe crimson, crimson uh, sweet, and for the cantaloupe, uh, the original cantaloupe developed by Texas A&M, by the way, was Perlita, and it was resistant to uh, powder mildew and uh, downy mildew, fungus oh. disease. So uh, developed by uh, uh, Dr. Correa in uh, in rear in Westaco. Oh, but how long does it take for me to start noticing? I guess the vine, does the vine come pretty quick? Or? Yeah, the vine is, uh, you'll, you'll have a long vine in two weeks, two to three weeks. Oh, that's not bad. Established. Yeah, the seed will germinate you'll, quickly. You'll have a fruit. You, it, it's like a squash. It has male blooms and it has female blooms. But the hybrids that I imagine are on the, on the seed racks are, are, have a tendency to produce a lot of female blooms. Okay, but it'll it'll pollinate. It doesn't cool. have enough males to pollinate. All right, and uh-huh. it has to have bee pollination, insect pollination. All right, but that won't be a problem with you or spraying or doing anything no. like that. Uh, I'm, um, you, you're you I'm ever... lazily organic, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which means I don't do anything and just hope for the best. Hey, our phone number is 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I'll be sure to bring you one. I got it, yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll have to talk to you about when, when it's hard to tell when it's ripe. All right. This will be fun. Like that. Uh, I just got my mail, May Millburger Landscape and Nursery Yay. newsletter. All right. And it's a good one. It's got uh, Attracting Butterflies by Keith Hanson. Used to be in in Tyler, County, County Horticulturist in Tyler. Had retired. Has he and, retired? Huh? Yeah, he's retired. Greg Grant took it. But uh, he got a nice article on attracting butterflies. And I learned a couple of things that y'all never have mentioned. And that is butterflies like damp areas where they can sip water and dissolve salts from the mud. This is called puddling. Y'all never have mentioned puddling. Yeah, well, you did, if you came to our butterfly uh, presentations, you would see that. Oh, you mentioned puddling? Yeah, that's kind of a... Here's more ways to attract butterflies. We do. I have to admit, we do emphasize the plants rather than <laughs> the puddling. But it's it's kind of cool because uh, you you know you can have a, a puddle that's evaporating, drying up, and all around it there'll be the be butterflies. Yeah, and then uh, at one presentation, one of the obvious butterfly experts in the audience said it's only males that do that. But I only males do the puddling. Yeah, that that uh, that's still quite, that's still questionable. Sense. I don't know because I 
in the literature I don't see that they mention very often. They mention that some on some varieties you'll see males that puddle, but other varieties it sounds like everybody puddles. Yeah. So. Everybody puddles. Oh, you know, another, another if you're into, book, if you're into messy, uh, they, they like that old moldy, uh, they, they like that old moldy uh, fruit. sour fruit. Yeah. Yeah, he mentioned that overripe fruit will also draw many butterflies. Now, I've seen that in uh, in the butterfly houses at, at uh, Wild Seed Farms used to have a butterfly Compost house. piles. Compost pile. And uh, at the zoo, uh, when I went in there to take pictures, of course, the butterflies were on the rotted fruit, which didn't make for a good background for a picture. Yeah. So, uh, but they were... Beautiful they were, nature and action. Yeah, they were really attracted to that rotted fruit. A shallow pan on the edge of the garden field with slices of melon or banana will attract a lot of attention. Try using cantaloupe rinds, Milton. All right. Ooh, good. Uh, clipped to a coat hanger and hung in the sun, uh, sunny spot for drawing butterflies. Nearly any kind of overripe fruit, especially if it's fermenting, will host a crowd of butterflies. Those guys, those butterflies are just like Minnesotans. Well, yeah, all you need to, is a little alcohol in your There you fruit. go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they've got some, uh, a lot of good information in there. There's, uh, one, there's one butterfly uh, that I saw for the first time a couple weeks ago that's especially attracted to the rotting fruit, and that's where I saw it. It's called a question mark butterfly and it's got these just looks kind of a, a sharp edges and, and angles on its wings huh plus plus a neat color yeah. so if you do if you do that try that uh, rotted fruit then you'll probably you probably see them because they're they're all around and I think they if I remember right they lay their eggs on hackberries so we got plenty of those there too. you go also in my uh, May Millburgers Landscape Newsletter, Gardening Newsletter, I've got a dollar off coupon Ooh. for the San Antonio Festival of Flowers. Hey, all right. When is that? Saturday, May 27th. Gracious. Come, yep, it's only a month away. Yeah, kind of the end of the month. Ann's going to come nine, on next week nine, and talk a little bit about nine it. Nine to five. So uh, that's a that's another reason to. I don't, how do you? Let's say I guess you can print the coupon off if you if you get your newsletter online. Yeah. I guess you can print it off and get the coupon, right? Yeah, I think you probably that's could. I don't know. We'll, we'll ask Ann next week how that works. That's the way it works. She's going to be up here visiting. Tell us about some of the new folks that are going to be there. Apparently, people have been clamoring for that patio garden again. Is that right? Yeah, I think they want that. That, that was that was pretty popular. <laughs> actually, we had some pretty good specimens. Yeah, we there. did actually. Hey, we're going to take this opportunity to take another quick break. Give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9:30 a.m. The Answer.
Hi, it's Milton. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Milberger's. First off, we've got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Milberger's. So, you need to know about MilbergerNursery.com. MilbergerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop, maybe it's an Earth Kind seminar for adults, or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Milberger's is doing. Go to MilbergerNursery.com. This week at MilbergerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plum Bago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just three eighty-eight. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just sixteen eighty-eight. You'll save on Meyer Lemons and Mexican Limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just sixteen eighty-eight on these and much much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Wesley Hilton, Westland Financial. And interest rates have gone up recently and will continue to rise, but they're still at historical lows. So don't delay. Let us lower your monthly payment, consolidate a first and second, pay off other debt, or drop you into a 15-year loan with no closing costs. That's right. Nothing's rolled into your loan. We'll pay for your appraisal, title, underwriting, settlement fee, everything. Do not miss out on this historic opportunity. Whether it's a purchase or refinance, you'll pay no closing costs. You won't spend a dime. Think about it. All it takes is a five-minute phone call to find out how we can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars a year. And by the way, Westland Financial now is proud to offer reverse mortgages for our clients over 62. So call us at 888-455-3669. The only way you can lose money is not to call Westland Financial. That's 888-455-3669. 888-455-3669. Westland Financial Corp. is located at 200 East Sand Point Avenue, Suite 800, Santa Ana, California, 92707. Licensed by the Texas Department of Savings and Mortgage Lending as an SML Mortgage Banker. NMLS number 3304. Not all loans apply. Equal housing lender. Calling all golfers, be part of our golf tournament May 4th at the Alamo Ranch 151 Business Association Scholarship Tournament. We have some fabulous prizes. First place team, tailor-made M2 driver for each player. Second place team, Callaway golf bag for each player. Third place team, Cleveland sand wedge for each player. Closest to the pin, Oakley sunglasses. And longest drive, Oakley sunglasses and more. Individual player is 150, team of four is 500. Each registered golfer receives a ticket for a chance to win a 55-inch 4K TV and also includes a barbecue buffet and a steak dinner. Call today, 210-744-3488. Again, that's 210-744-3488. May 4th, the golf tournament at the Golf Club of Texas. See you there. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? <laughs> Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. 
Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number is 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Uh, looking through my uh, Millburger Landscape and Nursery Gardening newsletter. Have we told people how they can get that? You can. Uh, a number of ways you can get it. Can you? Can they still go to PlantAnswers.com? Yeah. You can go to plantanswers.com. You can go to millburgernursery.com and sign up for it. If you even if you don't, you can get choose between the um, male male version or the female version. Either one you want. Uh, you can have it mailed to you, or you can get the digital version. There you the go. digital version has more color, uh, or is color. The um, but uh, the and even if you don't have internet access, you can call the nursery. At 497-3760, and they will put you on the list so you can get it mailed to you or when you come by the nursery. Yeah, you, you can just pick come, come, come once a month and get Yeah, come on by and visit with us. Ask your gardening question right here. We'll, we'll, we'll take it. Well, while I was reading it, it uh, they always use my uh, May gardening and la- uh, lawn care tips uh, for the month. And uh, these were written quite a while back. <laughs> and uh, as I was looking on the plant, what to plant at this time of the year, it says wait to mid-month to plant periwinkles. Yeah, back in the old days. And then I before Cora. Then I looked at uh, there you go. Then I looked at my on sale at Mill Burgers, and it's got Vinca periwinkle Cora series on no. sale. Yep. Now. So, look at that of them right there. The times times change over twenty or thirty years, and uh, when we wrote when we wrote that, uh, uh, wait till mid mid month to plant periwinkles. We were ma- our vinca. We were mainly taught thinking about uh, if we had, especially if we had a rainy spring, we'd get aerophotophora. Uh, in the in those plants and then along came uh Coravinka uh the Coravinka periwinkle series which has uh, some resistance to aerophotophora. Neil doesn't like it when you use the that is a synonym the vinca and periwinkle. He do, doesn't like that? Do you remember oh did you remember him writing that up? He, uh I think it's yeah the periwinkle the periwinkle is the is a ground cover to him. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, or he did the other way around. I can't remember which. Vinca, Vinca is a is a ground, ground cover, cover to him. yeah, lesser or greater Vinca. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then the periwinkle is the flower here. So he <laughs> and we kind of well, use. I think we use Vinca more than we do periwinkle for the yeah for the flower. So well, the really, really and, and even in Millburgers uh, uh, sale of the week deal, uh, they've got. Vinca and then periwinkle in parentheses. Yeah. Oh. Because uh, people learn them by different different names. And we don't recommend that uh, the ground cover vinca much anymore. No. Because of the uh, it's real sensitive to the droughty weather and uh, and so uh, uh, Dorothy used to have a nice bed of it that just kind of oh, right? diminished 
through the, the that droughty period the last ten years. But uh, uh, what you got? Uh-oh. Hey, how are you? Say, man. <laughs> All right. You want to ask your question on the air? You're used to being on the air. Breaking news. Stimulating talk. This is 930 a.m. The Answer. KLUP. Terrell Hills, San Antonio. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 a.m. The Answer. Is it a little loud? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Um, Can you see my head vibrating here? <laughs> what do we need to turn down? Uh, we're going to try this real quick. How's that? Better? All right. Yep, this is the May 6th edition. Uh, that was the edition from... You know, that was such good information last week. Yeah? And there were a lot of people that weren't listening in, and so we had so many requests come in that that we replay that. Uh, yeah, we had a lot, that, that, that and the onion. That and the, the onion, onion deal. Is, uh, yeah. If, All right. If it weren't for Calvin, we replay the onions. Onion segment. It just makes Calvin mad when we play that. <laughs> well, listen, we were having some technical difficulties, so thanks to everybody that called in and tried to tell us and warn us. And thanks. Uh, but now we're ready. We're uh, back in our studios, not at the nursery, but we're here at the studios. And uh, we'd love to talk to you about gardening at 308 8867 210 308 And we'll uh, work to get everything fixed up for tomorrow, so we'll be back at the nursery. But give us a call, and uh, let's be a part of the show. It's a beautiful day. It's a shame we're not on the porch, actually. It's nice, big old Texas sky, blue sky with not a single cloud in it. Can you see any clouds over there? No, just a little hazy. Yeah. Yeah, it is pl- it's pleasant, though. It's, uh... Hey, well, we got a second. Um, tell folks what's happening at the nursery tomorrow uh, on, Mon- on Saturday the 13th. We're going to do a uh, – we're going to dedicate the uh, new certified – uh, butterfly Garden here at Millburgers, and we're going to recognize that event by, um, I'll be available from 11, and then we'll have the radio show, we'll, we'll both, all of us will be available to answer guard, uh, questions about Butterfly Gardens, and then I'll be available after the radio show too, t- um, <clears throat> until 3 o'clock to answer questions, so basically 11 to 3, uh, bring your special questions in. And that's that's good, but even be- and better maybe is the idea that uh, if any any of the plants on the butterfly list uh-huh. uh, are going to be on a special <coughs> special sale, twenty percent off, and so you can kind of if you've got you know, you know what you're going to do on your butterfly garden, or you can start planning it right now. There's a lot of information on on plant answers. Uh, lots of information, lots of places on, on butterfly plants. Just check the archived articles and and uh, ma- make a list of what you want and uh, take advantage of that uh, special sale. It'll just be during that celebration time from 11 to 3, and it'll be for stock on hand. Right. Now, at Millburgers, that's always pretty good because, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we got both kinds of porter weed. We got zinnias, got the mist flower, we got a couple of kinds of uh, milkweeds, one of the natives in the tropical, and we got lots of other zinnias. Yeah, the zinnias are that's key. You can get the uh, they've got the medium sized zinnias that are, are hybrid, and they'll the butterflies will utilize them, and then especially utilize the after they reseed, or you can. Uh, you can get some uh, seeds too. I checked out the seed rack, and we got 
five or six different kinds of the heirloom zinnias that the butterflies really love. Oh, good. California giants, cactus, dahlia flower, all those that people have read about. Um, so the plants are, are going to be available. Yeah. I, saw, I saw a lady buying a whole cart full of uh, daylilies. Oh, really? Yeah. They're pretty. And I was walking into the nursery. They're in the, they're in the uh, butterfly garden. It's it's uh, I've planted a few this this year, but uh, a lot of folks use those for butterflies. Uh, vinca is uh, another another plant that is used. But you can you can check out the garden as well and see wh- how the plants go together. It's really attractive how Milbergers has laid it out, and you can get see the wide variety of plants that you can use. Yeah, I, I've got garden. I've got that listing of uh, of of y'all's oh, list. Oh, that's on um, plantanswers.com. Huh? On plantanswers.com under the uh, in the information index to the right. Now we have, and I list all the uh, Jerry and I had to pout plant list. We had to stamp our feet and pound the walls though to get porterweed put on the included on the list <laughs> no we uh porterweed is kind of a new discovery for us in terms of uh, butterflies it is in the butterfly garden and it will be on sale and there's the both the purple and the red available there in good the and hey, it's oh good and the writer the write-up that uh they put out on the blog uh is also on in that same section of uh plantanswers.com and uh I also, had, I don't know where y'all got this list, but uh, I had, I already had a list of uh, on PlantAnswers.com of the of uh, hummingbird plants, which are butterfly plants too, and uh, so I put a link that you can click on and get that whole list right there, which nope. is a more uh, more, yeah. but uh, expensive expensive list, but. Uh, Expansive. Expansive. Hey, we got Steve on the line at 308-8867. Steve, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I have a a question. I have a keeper pair that, uh, you know, it's all that breeze and everything was slow coming back out, but the leaves are black around the edges. And I wonder if that's that blight and if there's anything I can do to correct that. That's hmm. far black. Yeah. yeah, I think on the kefir, the best you can do is let the kefir fight the battle, and and they generally win. This uh, this is, uh, I guess, this spring was uh, almost ideal conditions for development because we've seen it a lot on yeah, a lot of plants. Seen it on a lot of plants that are generally pretty resistant to it. But I'm predicting if it's a typical kefir, yeah, that it'll it'll survive. But just yeah, don't do anything. Uh, too drastic. I mean, don't oh, don't over fertilize or or uh, you know keep, keep it watered, but not uh, overwhelming on the water because it it does a good job of uh, of uh, fighting off that disease itself. Yeah, if it were a susceptible variety like a, a Bartlett or something like that, uh, it would take whole limbs out. Oh wow! The uh, you you're just seeing a uh, heavy infestation uh, or, or pressure, heavy disease pressure that occurred this year, but you're seeing the resistance of the kefir uh, 
to keep it to only a, a little bit of leaf damage. Did it manage to bloom and has it set some fruit? No, it didn't bloom or set any fruit. I have an orient, too, that took a long time before it got leaves on. It made a couple of blooms, but it didn't set any fruit. So they got affected by this strange weather, too. Yeah. That we had this winter, yeah, lack of chill. All right. I think, you're, I think you're okay. Both of those are good varieties. Yeah. Okay, I have a question on my Mars lemon. It's in a big, you know, uh, molasses barrel and everything, and I, and I, as y'all say, I uh, mulched it with osmocote. There you go. Copious amounts. <laughs> Copious up, amounts and, of osmocote. Yeah, but it's but so, a lot of the leaves are turning yellow. I don't. Is that, could that be from overwatering on that? Uh. How, how, is it in the ground or is it in the container? Oh, Big old molasses tub, you know. Okay. And it's got drainage holes in it. Yeah. It drains really well. I mean, Okay, I, good. I can water it. Water drains out good out of the bottom, you know. But I, I, I still got those yellowing leaves on it, you know. What? Describe the... Uh, it's not the new growth, is it? Well, you know, it, it it's all old growth on there now. It's not much new. The new growth looks great, you know. I mean, when it comes out, it turns green, and then it has some older leaves that are kind of doing that yellowing on them. Yeah. It sounds like it's having a little trouble with nitrogen levels. Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, I don't know if... Now, after using that copious amounts of... Uh, yeah, it should grow out of that. Yeah, it, it will grow out. And but it's it, probably growing real fast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could, is I could, it started to bloom? Yeah, oh, it's full of it's full of uh, lemons. You know, okay, it, it's I, still blooming. It just keeps on blooming and trying to set fruit on. The you, you know what I would do? Um, I I would go ahead and get your some of that soluble uh, fertilizer like mere acid or. Uh, yeah, uh, I got some mere acid I've had forever. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Yeah, use it. Yeah, mix it up and give it a little shot. That'll give a a quick access nitrogen source. And it, like Jerry says, it'll eventually correct itself. But since it's performing so well, it's putting on that that growth, dealing with that leaf drop. That that, that little bit really, of extra nitrogen is going to really help it. Really dropping the leaves, you know. It, they're they're staying on there. It's kind of yellowish, and you know. Yeah. It just kind of looks like it's not feeling too good. Uh-huh. If you want to really green it up, uh, well, we're going to talk about greening of uh, lawns and whatever a little bit soon. It's coming up. There's a there's a two you can put an iron chelate on it. Add some supplemental iron, which has iron and magnesium and manganese and everything else in it. Get some uh, Carl Pool iron chelate. It's sold as Carl Pool. Iron chelate, or either fertilome liquid iron, a liquid iron, okay. fertilome liquid iron, or Carl Pool iron chelate. All righty, and I, and that's got the uh, correct type of uh, iron chelate products, and that, that'll that'll make it green as green as you want it to be. Well, that's what I want. Okay, thank okay. you very much. Good luck to you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you, Steve. You take care. Okay, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, thanks to everybody that, that put up with us, like Steve, apparently was listening to all that good information. and. Uh, <laughs>
and stuff. <laughs> but uh, also thanks to everybody that came out and bought a uh, a Fiesta medal from Millburgers. They made the uh, donation today to the Salvation Army uh, for the sa- from the sale of the Fiesta medals, and yeah. they made a twenty eight hundred dollar donation. Wow! Uh, for everybody that came That's by, so that was great. Yeah. So thanks for uh, doing that and helping the Salvation Army. That was a uh, a big plus, and the Salvation Army does so much good in San Antonio uh, and everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a worldwide organization. In San Antonio, they uh, help veterans, seniors, children, uh, folks with um, addiction issues, men, women, homeless, old men. people like Jerry. You've only got what? a couple of weeks now to go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so thank you very much for coming out and uh, making Millburgers, uh, the uh, Fiesta Medals, a big success at the nursery. Let's see, we've got about a minute and a half. Um, what can we talk oh, about? They before? mentioned um, uh, we got Myers Lemon and Mexican Lime on sale for over 50% off. That's, yeah, it's like it, w- it was a while back when yeah. they had that big sale. Hey, a 12-inch pot, regularly $40 on sale for $17. And for my money, uh, Meyer Lemon and the Mexican Lime are, are just the, the most fun to have in your uh, landscape in terms of uh, fruit, fruiting plants. They're just fun to watch. There. What did your did yours come back? Yours didn't come back, did it? My one of them has one of them now has sent up a shoot. Oh, okay. I went ahead and took advantage of the sale last time. I bought two new ones, (laughs) but now I'm going to have three Mexican limes at least. All right, I like those. I like uh, your Mexican limes. We talked about the Meyer lemons that they bloomed right when they put that foliage on, and then everything dropped off. Well, they're starting to bloom again now. They're oh, yeah. This I have confidence this is going to be a little. This is going to be a, a bloom where they're going to hold everything, just like, just yeah. like nothing happened this winter. You know? Yeah, they're pre- they're pretty tough. I've been surprised at their hardiness. Uh, but anyway, the the, the point here is, come and take <laughs> advantage of this sale. Yeah. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, 308-8867. We're not at the nursery today. We're here in the studio uh, having a little technical problems, but we encourage you to go on by the nursery. Lots of folks there, very pretty today. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and everybody getting all kinds of beautiful color for spring and summer uh, so go by and visit with them at 1604 on Boulevardy Road our, our number 308-8867 and if you're on the way to the nursery just call us on the phone and we'll uh, talk a little bit about Festival of Flowers it's just coming up uh, very very soon so uh, and give us a call and we'll talk about that alright 308-8867 is our number 308-8867 I might want to see if Calvin's speaking this year yeah, that's what we need to find out. Because in my in my uh, member newsletter, uh, yeah, well, Jerry even had a picture in there. And Jerry thought it was pretty funny because he <laughs> he, he said you're on on the schedule, and I was disputing with him. I, 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 I just wanted to give him time to get ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah, that, that'll get Ann to call. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had to sure. look at the calendar and see and make 
Uh, May is a pretty busy you know, He had forgotten before. Oh, oh yeah. no. And me too. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. <laughs> All right, well, 308 So how were those uh, dwarf cherry surprise tomatoes? I didn't get to eat any. Oh, you didn't? So a bird came up there. took them all? <laughs> no, I got eat them. I ate them all. How did they taste? They were wonderful. Oh, good. Okay. Well, so the VHN or whatever is it? And a lady came up looking for plants. Yeah, it was ironic. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry's just stuffing the tomatoes the in there. The last one. Yeah, and, and I said, I think it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have plants. No, oh really? Yeah, it's too late yeah. for it to get those. Yeah, we, t- we tried to talk her into trying the uh, tasty leaf. Tasty leaf because of uh, it's a nice, it's a small plant too, like a six foot plant. Mm-hmm. Based, I, I believe, or was that the no? That yeah, was it. Okay, and so and good for containers. She was talking about containers, but uh, said next year, a month earlier, and she'd be in. <laughs> Then we then we were even we were terrible because Jerry was saying how good they taste. Oh. <laughs> it's too bad, yeah. It's too bad you don't have any this year. <laughs> well, I, I quick ate the last one, so oh, so, so she we we didn't have her. Uh, one see. of even worse. Three of those were vine ripened, and three or four of them were windowsill ripened. Oh, yeah. there. Yeah, so I couldn't tell the, the difference. difference. Okay, good. good. Yeah, you know what we do have at the nursery, and it's a great time to plant them and. That's all those pepper varieties. Yeah. I noticed that as the temperatures have increased a little bit, especially at night, they've started to put some growth on now. Mm-hmm. They've been, they, you talk about sitting there and staring at you. The peppers did well. It was cool, cool weather, but now they're, they're ready for action. And then the okra, the, I didn't, the, I didn't look, but I imagine they got okra plants yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. The, uh, and then the eggplants, the eggplants really like, like this weather, at least in my garden, they're really taking off. Okra, um, still got a little time there. I think I noticed they're starting to, the seeds are starting to germinate. Mm-hmm. But then the transplants are available at, at Millburgers too. So I think you could still plant, uh, although I harvested my first cucumber, I think you can still plant oh, cucumbers yeah. and melons. Well, the weather's staying so cool. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not 55 degrees, 50 degrees hot. at night is, uh, is pretty, it's pretty pleasant. For everything. Right, Did you get some cantaloupe seed, Milton? Yes. Did you plant it? Do you remember the variety? No. Um, okay. Shucks. One ambrosia. Shucks. One yeah, shucks cantaloupe. Uh. <laughs> I didn't see ambrosia, but uh, they had a, a number of them, and I just picked one that looked good. Okay. It was called, like, Summer Sweetness or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've got some good varieties. Yeah. So uh, I haven't planted it yet, okay. but I will. I'll get it. Yeah, you, that's I'm already seeing uh, squash fine borers on my oh, s- no. scallop, the scallop uh, summer squash. Already, huh? Yeah, gosh. I'm glad I've got that tatuma there <laughs> running across country. <laughs> I expect they'll start uh, delivering some squash soon, too. Kevin uh, wrote a, had a great article in... in uh, to in in uh, in response to all the people talking about their yellow St. Augustine grass, uh, like I said la- last uh, week, not this last week, but the week before that, 934 people came in to plant answers looking for at question looking for answers about why their why their St. Augustine is yellow. And uh, so Calvin took that on and, and wrote a, a comprehensive column on uh, 
on why the why the uh, why the lawn is yellow. That uh, uh, and uh, yeah, I gave some good good answer. You want to give a summation of that column, Calvin? Yeah, we uh, we've talked about two it's in today's paper. Yeah, at least at least time. two reasons that will be causing some yellowing. And so you got to, you know, to to deal with it appropriately, you got to kind of decide which one you're faced with. Uh, the one, the first one, if you have a uh, sustainable winter lawn like Jerry and I did, that's got dominated by um, the uh, rescue grass and annual bluegrass and uh, what's our little uh, deer, um, little weed? Uh, herb. <laughs> <laughs> Horse herb. Horse, horse, herb. Herb. horse herb. The horse herb is starting to decline too because of the dry, the dry, dry weather. Dry weather. But yeah. anyway, we're dry. That that climate that change this transition to warm weather means that those grasses are declining and turning yellow. So you could be seeing your lawn opening up and you see that yellowing. The other other yellowing, the one that most people expect, is that when the San Augustine starts growing fast in the spring now. The soil is still relatively cool, and it has a little trouble getting all the iron it needs, just like uh, the uh, the lemon problem issue mm. that was, we talked about earlier. And so that, you could be faced with that, too. Now, it will eventually catch up, uh, but it's really, really pretty easy to, to deal with it in the spring. Uh, just Just doing your regular... Spring fertilization with 1959, which has got iron in it, may will help. But if you want to do it quickly, you can use the iron chelate that Jerry talked about. And you can spray on there with the hose end sprayer. Jerry and I, years ago, did an experiment on uh, greening up lawns and on the t- for the TV, and that worked, that worked pretty well. The other thing that worked really well was this Iron Plus fertilizer. And so it's a nitrogen and iron source, and it's at Millburgers, and you you put it on. Uh, it's it's got a fast nitrogen source. Right, right. But um, but you apply that, and that'll that'll help green up the lawn really quickly too. And it is a good nitrogen f- source. It will make, it will fulfill the requirement for s- spring fertilization too. So you got those. You, you can have both too. You can have both of those situations at once. So, uh, just, you know, go ahead and fertilize. Then the article went on to talk about the shade. Yeah, that's Neil Sperry has had several uh, several articles in his uh, in his newsletter, his weekly newsletter, which by by the way you can uh, sign up for on uh, it's free weekly uh, newsletter. And uh, he's had several questions that he's received. I, I mean, a lot of questions that he's received about uh, grass growing under trees. Uh, I think I think the two main <laughs> the main, main questions he's getting in, in his newsletter is uh, the grass grass won't grow under the trees or fades out, and uh, also the uh, oak. Oak sprouts, yeah. the oak sprouts. Well, I always get, I get a kick out of it because we, somebody will call will call in and say the grass is real spindly and thin, mm-hmm. and then you say, is there any shade? Well, yeah, there's trees there, 
but there's been trees there for 30 years, and back then it really looked good. Yeah. So since that time, those trees have grown. filled out. And these last three years with this uh, rainfall we've had, you, your, your trees, even your live oaks, can be much thicker than, yeah, oh, yeah. than they are at other times. And that, that will really catch you know that'll that'll provide even more shade so that 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 is a long-term uh kind of complication yeah. there and yeah. i i don't i don't think it's you know people say well the tree's taking up all the water and nutrients but i think the shade probably has more I, uh, detrimental I uh, effects than than the competition from the tree i, I agree with you i i think that it's the it's the shade is more important, especially if you're, you know, if you're giving your lawn, even water, like you and I yeah. do, is minimal care, a little bit of fertilizer, and, uh, you know, if it, an area dries out, we give it some water, and we kind of watch our trees, too. Um, you can have both, you know, if you've got enough light, you can have a really pretty nice lawn, even, and have some nice shade trees. Yeah. But, and magnolias are cruel trees. Yeah, cruel. They are cruel. So we they, they let no no sun through. Right? Well, no, they they just talking about trees in San Antonio. Driving driving down Blanco, uh -huh. there's a beautiful magnolia, nice green leaves, beautiful white blossoms. <laughs> Anybody seeing that would be driving to the nursery right now, going, "I want one of those." <laughs> and that's we, what happened. No, nothing know. under there. Huh? No, there wasn't anything under there, but it was a beautiful tree. Well, but you know, there used to be a lot more of those beautiful trees. Yeah. Uh, but this that five or six years of droughty weather we had, my neighborhood there's really, I don't remember any of them. Used to have five or six really good specimen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they they got slowly um, kind of started dropping their leaves, looking weaker and weaker, and then. I don't remember if it was the drought or a freeze or what it was. It kind of was the kiss of death there that yeah. finally put it, ended them. Hey, Lynn is on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey there, Lynn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm just fine. How are all of you? Good, We're good. What's going on? Okay, great. I bought these beautiful cyclamen in the fall and planted them in my raised flower bed, and um they're still going gangbusters other than I haven't seen them bloom lately. Um, I now need to replace them with my um, with my caladiums, but I don't know what to do with them. I hate the idea of just throwing them out. They're so beautiful and big. <laughs> well, you can, I'll what give can you. I I'll relate my history with me for a couple of years. I tried to, I left them in containers and found a shady nook for them and tried to uh, keep them that way. Uh, I brought a few in the house, and in the house they really did well. In fact, they started blooming again. And but oh, and, and then I then I thought, gosh, that's uh, that's quite a hassle. And then the next winter, when I replanted them, it took them so long to start blooming again. I couldn't resist. I had to go to Millburgers and get the new ones that okay. were in full bloom. So I think you can keep them alive. But I, but I think it's such a, um, such a job that that it uh, is, is not practical in terms of a, a whole large <laughs> bed. Now, if you just got a few and you want to 
bring them inside, you'll you'll enjoy them inside because they really look nice. But are you, Jerry? You thinking that uh, same yeah, idea? Yeah. Because we, yeah, Jerry and I talked about it, and we and we uh, had discussions with a bunch of other gardeners out there in the in the field about how you could keep them. You could keep the foliage on there if they're in the shade, and you watered them a bit, but getting them into full bloom ready for action in time for an early bloom period in the cool weather just never worked for me people used to use them as house plants and uh oh. and so <clears throat> they would they would put them inside uh you know keep them in sunny locations and uh they may have sparse blooms uh throughout the year uh, if you if you can keep them cool enough in a shaded area, however, they'll never come back with that full bust of burst of uh, Colorado of, look. Yeah, that Colorado look like like they had when you first purchased them. So really? most most okay. people use them as disposable plants. Okay, huh. well, I have one that uh, has survived like four years in the ground. And oh I my goodness! When we got that freeze, but it hasn't bloomed. And now, I don't think it ever bloomed last summer, and it has yet to show any indication that's going to bloom this you, summer. So, okay. Is it in the full? Is it in the full sun or morning oh, no, sun, afternoon no. shade? No, and actually, it's really it's gotten really shady now. It's under oak trees. Yeah, that's why it survived. Surviving, you you yeah. probably you'll probably end up doing like I do, and I don't take them out of the ground. I just plant. I use coleus this year, so I just plant. In between them, you and, can't, and they you gradu- can't stand to pull them up. Yeah, they gradually disappear. It's a, a humane way. Uh. <laughs> my loyal, my loyal cyclemen that I love. I don't. I can't. I can't stand to pull them up and put them in a compost pile. So I just let them decline slowly as the, as the summer progresses in that same bed, underneath the coleus. You know, the coleus are growing right over the top of them. Right. Uh, this is a narrow bed, and I it, it, I need it for all the caladium. So um, I guess I'll just uh, I just there you go. Yeah, I'll get, make I, your, I make yourself a yeah really make yourself it. a stiff drink. <laughs> and go to it. Okay, one more one other question, and that is, I bought those popcorn plants, which I was under the mistaken impression they were shrimp plants that were just yellow, but um, I was told they were popcorn plants. Um, what kind of plants? Popcorn. I think it was called popcorn plant. Huh. But they're yellow, they, shri- yellow shrimp plant. Is that what you? They look them? like a yellow shrimp, and real bright, bright sunny yellow. Yeah. Okay. That's what we uh, Jerry and I call them, sh- yellow shrimp plants. Yeah. See, that's what I was under the impression, and then I was told, no, they're not shrimp plants. They're but they look just like a shrimp plant, except they're bright yellow. Okay. Anyways, do you think they would have survived the freeze we had this winter? Some. Yeah, usually they they freeze down to the ground, but they come back. It, they're, it, they're in a well-protected area. Oh, okay. They, they, they probably survive the freeze. Yeah, have, are they not showing themselves yet? Well, to be honest, I'm not sure, because oh. they look so much like my pink shrimp plants. I don't know which color is which, <laughs> but they're all they're growing, or the opposite, the alternate ones are growing, and I have a feeling... It's the regular shrimp plant that's coming back and the popcorn plant that's not. But I just, you know, I, I again, I hate to pull anything out if it, if it might be alive. Yeah, they may be a little more sensitive. I don't know. We yeah. haven't 
But the yeah, the regular shrimp plant, uh, most of those seem to have survived the freeze. Yeah, they they're doing real well. Do you have popcorn plants at Millburners? No, but I but I've had uh, shrimp plant, and then a lot of my neighbors have shrimp plant. Well, some of them oh, have. Oh, wow. Some of them yeah. have the. Do you know, uh, have yeah. y'all seen any at the nursery? She was asking. The, we have what we're calling yellow shrimp plant. Oh yeah, they're right in front of where yeah. we sit. Oh really? Good. Okay. All right. Well, then I'll come out there and um, okay. pick up just a few more, anyways. All right. Well, That's thank you. Stop by when you see us, or see us when okay. you stop by. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Thanks, Lynn. Yeah. You take care. Bye-bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Millburgers. First off, we got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Millburgers. So you need to know about MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop. Maybe it's an earth kind seminar for adults. Or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Millburgers is doing. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. This week at MillburgerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plumbago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just 388. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just 1688. You'll save on Meyer Lemons and Mexican Limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just 1688 on these and much, much more. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Whoa, Bill. Why are you wearing an apron? Nick, it's time for Genie Lamp Spring Cleaning. Not today, Bill. We've got bathroom wishes to grant because for a limited time, anyone can purchase a new Genie Bath System, walk-in shower, and receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. That's a $1,500 value for free. At Genie Bath Systems, we convert your old embarrassing bathtub into a luxurious walk-in shower. With all the latest colors and patterns. And a Genie Bath walk-in shower costs 30% less than the competition and installed weeks faster than conventional remodeling. No more hiding your old outdated tub behind a shower curtain. Let your new beautiful walk-in shower with a frameless glass door bring a fresh new look to your bathroom. For a limited time, purchase a new walk-in shower and receive a free vanity plus bathroom flooring. See for yourself. Visit Genie Bath System Showroom just off of Broadway and Freedom Drive or visit GenieBathSystems.com. Nick, I still need your help cleaning the Genie lamp. I can't. I wish I could. <laughs> Allergies. 
Genie Bath Systems, 739-1372. That's 739-1372. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve of this message. Mother's Day is the day we honor mom and your chance to score major points or blow it big time. 9.30 a.m. The Answer has some gift ideas just for you, like an elegant dinner at Oak Valley Vineyards Texas Bistro, a shopping spree at Homestead Handcrafts, a gourmet box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory, the magnificent mom massage from Spadisante, or even a beautiful home decor piece from Furniture Now. Or here's a better idea. Win all those prizes by registering now at 930amtheanswer.com. Welcome back to No Burgers Gardening, South Texas. What you got there, Jerry? <laughs> uh, uh, we want, wanted to talk about uh, iron chlorosis at, at, at this time of the, of the year, and remember, remember and, and and make you aware that all all uh, products are not equal. We got a question uh, uh, back, back back a few weeks ago. Um, uh, someone sort of said, I have yellowing on pear tree leaves and was told I should feed the tree with iron but not ironite. I was, uh, and uh, that's also mentioned in Calvin's article. He, he puts it a little, a little more uh, diplomatic than I would have. He said, in tests conducted a number of years ago, application of the product ironite did not address the issue during the current growing season. That's that's saying it it it's less it's less an optimum to uh, to to uh, cure up or to remedy iron chlorosis. I was told uh, the question continues. I was told that I should use a chelated iron. I live near Mountain Home, Texas, and the soil is very alkaline. Do you agree that chelated iron should be used in alkaline soil? And that's exactly right. Uh, that's that's why we spray on iron on pecan trees, rather than uh, putting it around around the root system to be taken up, because the alkaline our alkaline soils uh, 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 di- uh, cause the iron not not to be used. It, 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 uh, locks it up. Locks it up. Chemical that's, that's reaction. The word I'm looking for. And and, um, and there's only one. Uh, we sent that on to Dr. Uh, Larry Stein, uh, 
and uh, and uh, he says uh, the product of choice to correct the problem is fair 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 plus made by Miller. Well, we don't we don't have uh, uh, fair plus. It it contains a particular type of uh, iron chelate that is specifically good for alkaline soil. Uh, uh, and uh, he said, uh, so if you look on the label for the iron products, always look for this particular iron chelate. Typically, you use one product, uh, uh, one, one tablespoon of the product per inch of trunk diameter. Mix it in a five-gallon bucket of water and pour it around the drip line of the tree. And uh, the, that's for uh, trees, of course. But I had to... Uh, uh, trace and some of our employees to look look through our our product line here at Millburgers, and uh, the the p- product that is sold there's a little, many iron chelates on the market, but the only two that we could find that contain this particular iron chelate uh, that actually is good for alkaline use in alkaline soils. Uh, which explains why you may have used iron chelate in the past with no results. Uh, but the the one the iron chelate that's in Carl Pool Iron Chelate, Carl Pool the company Carl Pool Iron Chelate, and Fertilome Liquid Iron are the two iron chelates that have the one specifically for alkaline soil conditions. So if you're trying to green up a tree. Or, uh, or or some of your plant material, or whatever. Uh, on on a use a, use only carpool iron chelate or fertilome light liquid iron. And I've had good luck uh, do using it uh, well, especially for the lawn uh, by putting it in a hose in sprayer and spraying it on the foliage. And that works for your your some of your trees and plants too. Right. If you got healthy foliage and you can get it on there spray and, it to drip or runoff because yeah, because the uh, then you get the double bang you know then it gets none of it's wasted the soil right. gets in the drip line too so um and you get a pretty quick response oh from, from yeah those products and overnight yeah it's amazing to see that so i wanted i wanted to take this time to tell you that there is a difference in iron chelates um and an iron chelate is basically iron sulfate with a carrier. In other words, it's on an organic carrier. That's a that's a slow release. Uh, and the, the carrier is preventing that Tire. active alkaline, or basic soil, from reacting to the to the iron. So it's kind of keeps it in a form that the so that the plant can pick it up. And doesn't allow it to get locked up like all the other iron that's around. We got lots of iron in our soil. It's just not in a, a usable form. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You had something else? Always. Okay. <laughs> I figured. Uh, Calvin wrote in. He's digging now. Uh, a, a good idea about. Uh, uh, plant cosmos seed to to replace the spring blooming wildflowers. Hmm. And as I was looking through our list, cosmos is on the butterfly. Yeah, list. it's a good butterfly plant. 
It's on um, Cosmos. Uh, it's on uh, the um, Millburger Landscape Nursery Butterfly Attracting List. And you can get it as transplants or this th- that's another one like zinnias that the seed, yeah, that seeds are see. fast. They yeah. work well. And once they start, you know, the Cosmos will, bo- will grow, bloom quickly, drop their seed. They'll just keep re- recycling all all summer until the cold weather uh, comes. It's a, one of the good ways to deal with the uh, ugly period of wildflowers. Yeah, yeah. Or if you have a vacant lot and uh, don't want to spend all your time uh, mowing it, uh, you can plant. And you don't have to go, you don't have to do anything fancy. They'll, you can apply yeah, them. Yeah, you can just sow it out there. Yeah, Seed soil contact. Yeah, if you got, uh, especially if you do it just before a forecast rain, mm-hmm. get it out there, it'll, it'll work. It'll uh, come up pretty quick. And the colors that Jerry and I recommend are generally the uh, yellow and the gold. Mm-hmm. They seem to be the That's the, the strongest. Yeah, they come up fastest and they have the most bloom. But there's lots of other colors. There's pink, and I, th- I, th- and I think they're on the seed racks, aren't they? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the yeah. Cosmos. Yeah. All different colors. That's right. Good plant. Good plant. Now they but it is, it is a wildflower, so it it takes a time. It looks weedy while it's getting ready to bloom, uh, but once once it blooms, Cosmos continues to send up uh, secondary blooms, and you, and then then once the blooms dry up, the seed falls to the ground and reseeds the yeah. Cosmos. And the uh, birds, the goldfinches, and the other seed-eating birds like the seeds, just as, just like zinnias. And then the you'll notice, too, the minute those cosmos start blooming, you'll notice that the butterflies start yeah. seeing the butterflies on, on the blooms. I forgot about the fact that the birds would eat the seed. I never thought about that. Yes, I've, sometimes I've seen buntings and goldfinches on yeah, the stems, on you know. The, and just, just like with sunflowers. Yeah. Be. And I, I, I imagine the reason they call it cosmos is because the flower is produced on a a very weak stem, so it just kind of sh- blows in the wind. Yeah, it's not it's not the uh, disciplined uh, soldier-type plant that some, some of our... Some of our uh, Oh, some of our new varieties of zinnias that you know are pretty uniform, and you can plant a nice roll. Cosmos is not generally like to be planted in rows; it's more of yeah. a fill up a space kind of plant. It's a, Calvin says the seed must have contact with the soil and be in full sun. That's another thing you have to remember: uh, six to eight hours of sun. Cosmos will grow, bloom, and reseed itself all summer long. So that that's in your areas out there. I, ma- I imagine you you'd want to you could kind of do that in our areas with uh, uh, the uh, you know the where where we had the winter grasses and horse oh, herb yeah. and stuff like that. It's pretty. But if tough. you planted it in horse herb, if you had a thick stand of horse herb, I imagine you'd have to scratch it with a rake. To get that seed soil contact. Well, and where the in my lawn part, the part where the horse herb grows is shady, thin soil. Yeah, yeah shady and thin too. soil. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, once it started, uh, you get that cosmos going. It's, it's a pretty yeah. attractive plant. 
Tomatoes are uh, the plant of the week, or the good-to-grow plant is red corn poppy. Those stupid red corn poppy, they reseed themselves, too, speaking of reseeding themselves. And uh, John Thomas says, you know, he, he's famous for growing, Wild Seed Farms are growing mm-hmm. famous for those red poppies that they have every spring. And uh, he's the problem with the red poppies this year is they overtake the other the blue bonnets. In other words, they come up so thick in the blue bonnets you can't you can't harvest the blue bonnets for the red poppy huh. plants. And so uh, he had to, we were trying to increase the uh, white uh, blue bonnet color, uh, and the uh, he planted some seed out and and they came up, but then the red poppies came up th- too thick. Mm. And so he didn't get to harvest any white blue bars. Now, luckily, luckily, my my crew down here had uh, had planted some, and they're in the greenhouse drying now. So we will have some seed to plant for next year. But uh, those red poppies, and he and he he says that uh, next year he's got a a field adjoining field that he's renting or or something that has never had red poppies on it. But uh, those poppies, you know, uh, they brought us some poppy mm-hmm. seed. And you yeah, see we want to thank those gardeners. We've had a, yeah. a couple of loads come in. Billy, uh, Billy uh, brought up Mackenzie brought us uh, a bunch of seed, and uh, Bart got, got us some seed too. So oh, oh cool. good. Yeah, so we uh, we should be able to restore our poppy population. <laughs> population, population, population. There you go. There you go. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So you were saying, I'm sorry, we cut you off. Oh, Dorothy's, uh, Dorothy, I forgot to mention, Dorothy's also going to get you some poppy seed, Dorothy Weedy. Oh, is she going to save us some seed? Yeah, she's got some, a wonderful po- poppy grow, growing in her yard. Well, her red or, pink, red or pink? Hers are uh, red. Okay. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. I should, they're spectacular. <laughs> No, I, you know what? I think, you don't no, know the I, think color. The, I think they're the big pink. Yeah, I, I mean, the pink's mm-hmm. more common. Yeah, it's a bigger, it's a big, big one for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, they're they're yeah. spectacular. But uh, anyway, the, the tomatoes are doing good. Um, our, our variety trial at uh, Versta Farms are, are looking good, and and all the variety trials that we sent to, sent all we sent. Uh, 44 varieties out this year for testing and we sent them to several local several locations one 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 out west in uh, fort stockton and we sent some up to greg grant up in tyler texas and uh so we've we've sent them scattered them around to see which variety does best all over texas and they're doing good. Uh, the plants are living, living and doing well, and they're setting fruit, of course. And some of them have uh, have uh, marble-sized fruit on them. They were planted late. And I imagine yours have got uh, bigger fruit than some that. Big, yeah, some big fruit, tycoons and uh, red deuce and uh, the HM 1823s. Oh, well, got good fruit, good-sized fruit on them. The uh, 1823 looks like it's uh, a little bit faster. 
than uh, tycoon. Uh, the ones I planted down south, uh, I, I don't know. They're probably about well, the I same think, size. I think they did start setting fruit faster than my tycoon. But everybody's bragging on the the uh, plant of 1823. Uh-huh. The foliage is looking good and. Uh, now, that's one of the reasons it was developed. People say, well, you're growing it for fruit, not foliage. But if you don't have the uh, uh, adequate amount of foliage and a lot of foliage, you're not going to have good fruit and a large fruit. Now, be careful because the, the heirloom pota- tomato growers will say, well, I've had fruit. I've got <laughs> foliage that's eight feet tall. Yeah, you've got to have tomatoes to go with the yeah to be a, developed by the foliage. Yeah, it's, it takes both. <laughs> it takes both. Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Milberger's. First off, we've got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Milberger's. So, you need to know about MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop, maybe it's an earth kind seminar for adults, or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Milberger's is doing. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. This week at MillburgerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plumbago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just 388. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just 1688. You'll save on Meyer lemons and Mexican limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just 1688 on these, and much, much more at Millburger. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Ah, thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at kyolic.com. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 
for 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and get $20 off your initial pest control service. And ask about the mosquito treatment special, 210-979-PEST, JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and I approve of this message. Yo, nurse, we are a couple of the new fathers of some of these raccoon babies in there. Can you tell us which ones are ours? Uh, yeah, they're all wearing the same mask, it says. Paging Dr. Furrytail, Dr. Furrytail, you're wanted in the East Attic. Yours is the one chewing on those air conditioning wires. That's my boy. Uh, which one is mine? Oh, that one chewing on the pink blanket? You mean insulation? No, yours is the one hanging from the rafters, keeping everyone awake and acting like a flying squirrel. Spring is the time of year when unwanted critters are nesting in attics and can cause all kinds of damage. But Critter Evictor specializes in humane animal control. And with their one-and-done policy, your unwanted guests ain't getting back in. Guaranteed. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, squirrels... And yes, even raccoons who act like squirrels. Call Critter Evictor at 441-4045. That's 441-4045. Man, that's my boy. And welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And Bob is on the line. Bob, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? doing fine say got a question like how do you bring up the calcium deficiency on tomato plants because i'm already getting uh blossom end rot and i'm pretty sure that's what the problem is these are growing in containers right no growing in my garden well i live in a st hedwig area i have a loomy soil huh and you you already uh, what on all varieties or just no it's just i just seen one out there right now and i didn't want to <laughs> i didn't want to have a whole bunch of them out there and i thought maybe if i tried to bring up i, I t- soil tested it and it said it was low on calcium that's hard to believe yeah where did where how'd you soil test it what'd you do well, i got it's, i did it myself it's a kid i have now the usual thing is it's just a uh when we the the weather changes from cool to hot, then you get a uh, the pulling up of the water, which is required to bring in the calcium. There's there's breaks in it, and that's why you get those uh, problems even in in high calcium soils. And then Jerry mentioned the containers. It's even worse in containers because they can quickly dry out in those kind of conditions and the water fluctuates yeah the water fluctuates. Yeah, so it's it's, that. it's uh see, that, that's see, what's I the usual see. cause of it is the water fluctuation all right then i'll try to maintain it if proper without you know letting it dry out too much yeah the 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 problem is uh you know i could tell you to use gypsum mm-hmm. that's what for calcium and okay. uh, that, that that certainly doesn't hurt anything. If you, it's all as, sold as uh, soft and shoulders, I think. At least yeah. it used to be. I don't know what it's sold as now, but it's gypsum, <laughs> G-Y-P-S-U-M. Okay. Uh, we don't use lime around here because no, our, our soils are already alkaline. Yeah, that's Houston. They use lime in Houston. Right. And so um, uh, you could use some gypsum, but the pro- the problem is, is the uptake. 
cabbage and have 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 physiological problems caused by uptake of calcium during during early in early spring condition. Yeah. Uh, and well, I let my garden sit all winter because I I didn't have time to get out there and work with it anyway. Usually I grow onions or, or cauliflower and stuff like that in the winter time, but this this year, past year I didn't. Okay. I just let it let it rest and and uh, it's pretty loomy soil. Good. Uh, but it, anyway, I I'd, I'd maintain I maintain your water levels. Okay. I, I mean your your you know keep it steady. Yeah. Because we're drying out. Well, I ain't kidding because it rained Saturday and Monday it was dry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last Saturday it rained and uh, I think we got a quarter inch or something like that. I checked it Sunday and it was okay and all that high wind the next that Monday it was gone. Yeah, yep. And that's that's the key. Yeah, tomato tomatoes just they they suck. They're growing so fast now too, and they they suck up every uh, inch of water they can find, and so they quite often even on good soils will show some uh, problems. Now, we okay. we usually look at the varieties, uh, in other words, when we're doing our testing. Yeah. And, got, uh, and, and make sure that uh, uh, in all my years of testing, I remember we had one variety, and every fruit it had on it uh, had blossom and rot on it. Yeah, I remember one year I had some tomatoes like that, too. I, no matter what I did, I could not get them. Yeah. You know, to table. It just uh, and I said, you know, I, I forgot what it was, but I got some celebrity out there, and I think it was a celebrity one that that uh, had the boss men right, and that's unusual on that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 doesn't have a real bad uh, bad problem with it unless, yeah, it unless it's in a container and you drying it out dry drying it out periodically. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thanks, I hope, hope you, you settled. Have, are you, have you got tomatoes? Yes, uh, green ones. Yeah, I've got a lot of things to get right. Okay. Pretty early this year. I don't know what happened. I just got it in there real early, and uh, and there was no frost. Yeah, yeah. Cool, but no frost. Yeah, we got them in real early. Are yours the size of uh, 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 grapefruit or (laughs) tennis ball or what? Some of them, about tennis ball or a little tennis ball. Yeah, about tennis ball size. Yeah, that is early. Yeah. So you know that's pretty early, uh, but what per, what percentage of them have blossom in rod? You just seen a couple of them? Just one is all I've seen so far. Will you quit it? I thought you had a problem, man. You just well, got one tomato that's got blossom in rod. I don't want a whole bunch of them. I've got twenty four <laughs> plants out there. I'm trying to get ahead of the ahead of the game. Now, what are you going to do with all those tomatoes? A twenty four plants? That's uh, well two hundred and four. That's I have a. Daughter-in-law lives out here. She wants a bunch of. Okay, there you I go. I, I have another daughter-in-law lives in the church. She'll want some, and then I got people at the church asking me what I'm going to bring tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you you realize that each plant will produce uh, uh, probably twenty pounds at minimum at twenty pounds at least, and you got twenty-four plants, so that's uh, four hundred and eighty yeah. pounds of tomatoes. Well, my wife, she'll freeze a bunch of them. <laughs> and I love it that way because during the middle of the winter, you got fresh tomatoes. Yeah. It's for sauce and everything, and that's really good. What, 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 what gets people upset is because the first tomato that ripens 
will have blossom and rot on it. Uh, the, <laughs> the ones, the ones that yeah. have blossom and ripe will be the first to ripen. That's the yeah. way I should say that. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Good luck to you. you you're going to be okay. Yeah, I'll be all right. Uh, the, the first one, I usually never makes it to the table because I'll sit out and wash it and sit out to garden it. There you go. <laughs> all right. Like Mil- you, brought some chairs in today, and they they didn't make it through uh, uh, five minutes of the show before I'd eaten them all. <laughs> yeah, well, last year, I, the hailstorm took everything. Oh, oh it totally yeah. wiped out everything. So I just yanked it all up and and uh, said, let, let it set. So okay. I got maybe two years worth of rest in there. Good deal. So, yeah, all right. We'll talk to you then. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Bye. Right. Bye. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, do us a favor again. Tell them what's going on next weekend, next Saturday here at uh, Millburgers. We're going to dedicate the uh, new certified butterfly garden at Millburgers, and we're going to have a little celebration, and the celebration will mean that uh, I'll be there to answer any questions you might have about butterfly garden. I and a few of the staff people that helped in putting it together. I'll be there from about 11 through 3 o'clock. Of course, we'll be at the doing the radio show for noon to 2, but so an hour before, an hour after, and you can, then you can ask us on the radio show. And not only that, we'll, you know, there'll be a lot of us there to answer your questions. There'll be a special sale uh, for any of the plants that are on the Milberger butterfly list. That list is uh, available on plantanswers.com right now. You can see it. And so if you stop by and uh, we give you a little gift certificate, you can get 20% on on any of those plants that are available. And they they have to be on the nursery. They, you know, they have to be stock uh, that's available. But at Millburgers, that's usually yeah, good selection. Lot. I mean, we got two kinds of porter weed, two kinds of milk weed, mist flower, lots of well, like four or five different kinds of zinnias, and plus the zinnia pentas. seeds. Yeah, I guess we got pentas. pentas. Yeah, that's right. The pentas are another good butterfly garden plant for the uh, shade. Anyhow, so it'll be a, a celebration. You can see. The garden and how it's put together and with how the plants go together. And it's just a huge selection of plants that work well for butterflies, too. Jerry's been mentioning that. He always says, well, what what plant, what plant blooming plant isn't a good plant for butterflies? And it's, <laughs> that's pretty close to true. The, the, at least one of the butterflies likes them. And we also have, uh, we'll talk about the uh, plants for the caterpillars, too, because that's the second part of uh, raising, attracting, and producing butterflies is providing the places where they can lay their eggs, especially important for monarchs and the milkweeds. Are you going to write an article for next week's newspaper about that? Um, no, I had already wrote an article. That, that's where they got this. Uh, oh. Um, and I had mentioned in the Saturday, yesterday, uh, today's article that uh, would be available, and then I'll mention it again. Right. Next. Yeah. yeah. I so was just saying that. Uh, I think on the uh, plant answers, there's probably a couple of, or three or four yeah, articles archived so. about butterfly. One, one thing we got a question in that that you, we we we'll probably probably get in uh, next week. It says, uh, "Can you recommend some plants that will attract hummingbirds and butterflies?" That are also deer and drought resistant. Oh, that is good. That's a good one to 
and uh, uh, we we said our answer was uh, see our list of deer resistant plants on plantanswers.com under uh, best deer best uh, well under pest under the pest section and under the best of best deer resistant plant material. Of course, the two that come to all the salvias. And all the lantanas right, come right. to mind. They're they're pretty. And uh, some neighborhoods, zinnias. Yeah. Zinnias. Oh, is that right? Yeah, zinnias. They don't. The deer don't seem to like zinnias in my neighborhood. Other neighborhoods, they. And in our answer, we said among those listed are good hummingbird attractors and butterfly attractors. A firebush. Yeah. Uh, no, but the deer hummingbird eat, bush. The deer eat firebush. Deer eat firebush. Do they? It oh, says, yeah, they says they're not. Gosh, they must. My my deer must not have read it because they they sure in some it. neighborhoods on some days. Indigo spire salvia, mealy cup spade salvia farinaceae, and so, Mexican bush sage. Yeah, salvia gregii is another one. Yeah, and all the lantanas, they're good, good butterfly plants, good hummingbird plants. I don't think they eat Mexican mint marigold. I don't know for sure. That marigold is. I think I think you're right. They do eat the fall. Yeah, they don't eat the mint marigold because they grow. Uh, some of the gardeners that grow them in my neighborhood have them yeah. right out in the open. They do eat the fall aster, which is a good butterfly plant, but the deer eat it. But that that's a good one. You, that you, you need to go through here and and kind of take a shot at. Well, they don't eat vitex. No, that's, that's, that's for a, sure. That's and. A, uh, um, Esperanza? They don't eat Esperanza either. In some neighborhoods. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. They're eating it in some neighborhoods. Some wow. neighborhoods. But anyway. Don't tell my deer. I don't want them to eat yeah, Esperanza. Yeah, no, I don't want them to start eating it, Esperanza. So next Saturday, starting at 11, you'll be answering questions. Are they going to set you up in the 11 to 12 in the Butterfly Garden? Yeah, I'll kind of have a little table out there like with a... We'll, we'll do it like the Rose Society does it, you know, so we'll just be informal. Uh, you bring your questions, and and uh, they they promise that uh, uh, the few of the staff, uh, uh, Claudette yeah, and Roger, will be it. available, and Mary, because they have all uh, contributed to the garden and did the, did the planting. But it's amazing how many different plants fit into a butterfly garden, and... Uh, you're thinking of it. This would be the time to load up on the plants, and mm-hmm. this would also be the time to. I'll bring. Uh, I'll bring some copies of uh, of articles and things too, so that you have them. And then go to plantanswers.com, and you can find lots of information and lots of different articles. Neil Spare got in some questions. The one r- lady r- person writes in. Can Texas mountain laurel seed pod be clipped off so they won't be so heavy? You know, they're, they're, when they have a have big bloom year like they did this year, they do weight the plant down. So, so of course, Neil said, yes, any at any time you can cut those seed pods off. And uh, I'm noticing that we've got uh, Texas mountain laurel uh, seed pods, and, and the seed have now come out of the pods. Uh, right at the entrance to our our house, where I walk walk the dogs, and uh, of course they're poisonous 
to dogs there that well they're hallucinogenic to the dog and uh i haven't seen our dogs eat him but they look at them and smell them but then they don't eat them smart dogs but so if you if you're worried about your dog or pet picking up something just go ahead and cut all those, cut as many of those pods off as you can. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but we want to thank uh, you for being a part of the show and your patience with our technical difficulty. I'm going to see if I can go back and fix everything and get us back at the nursery What's tomorrow. technical difficulty? We were just rerunning that wonderful we, show. Just give people that information again. Yeah, it All was right. so good. Thanks to the docs and thanks to Roy for helping us out. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you next uh, tomorrow on No Burgers Gardening <laughs> South Texas on The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.